Good morning and welcome to the Stream of Random Walk Cast with Mike in the morning. So, thanks for joining me, my one listener. I actually had more than one listener last time. Um, maybe because I shared it with different people. Didn't get too much feedback, but I will try again. And today I'll try and stay a little focused and try and complete my thought instead of breaking it off. <clears throat> so first we're going to lay down our mission statement, my mission statement. Yesterday I bought a new domain. I love buying domains because it's so easy. But I hate buying domains because it's just a waste of money. But the new domain, I wanted to get microessential.com, which was like 2000 bucks. So I said, what's smaller than micro? Well, nano. So nano essential was another 2000 bucks. I'm like, no way, I'm not doing it. So then I found picoessential.com, which is smaller than nano. So I bought that. So picoessential is for the tiny piccolo um, the piccolo tiny micro business the essential business and we're also going to provide you with essential cloud infrastructure super tiny and we're going to deploy it to all the clouds so let's talk about it <coughs> So, here's the, um, and I also have uh, my other project, which is Swipe Deploy or DeploySwipe.com, where you will deploy your software with one swipe, and it's going to use Pico Essential Services to do that. So, let's go over these ideas, and I'll give you some framework. So, basically... Um, you know, people use Wix and they use uh, WordPress and you're setting up um, websites and, and, and things on other people's infrastructure. And I want to turn that around and say, hey, let's set it up on your infrastructure. Let's make you the owner. Right? Like, I don't want to own your infrastructure. I don't want to be responsible for your infrastructure. But I will sell you consulting services for your infrastructure that you own. We'll turn around the entire value value proposition. It's going to be your data, your infrastructure, as much as it is in the cloud, where you have a shared security model, um, a shared responsibility model with your cloud provider. But they do a great job, and you can set up a very secure system in the cloud if you do it right. And we're going to help people do it right. So here's, um, so that's the first idea is that we're going to help people create their cloud accounts. We're going to help them set up their account. You know, for some people that might not be that easy to set up an account. Um, it involves things like passwords and all of that. Well, hey, why don't we um, set them up with a password manager? Um, and sure, we can set up an account for you for a service fee, but who's going to store the password, 
right? Where are the passwords going to be stored? So they're going to need some kind of password vault. At least people who have no experience, we need to offer them some. And you know what? Um, we can actually set up the account for them. Um, probably given the uh, payment details and then hand that over. So it should be possible in theory to set up an account for someone else and then um, hand over the details. So um, <laughs> so we'll have to look into those those aspects of the bootstrap and I haven't thought through all of that. I'm just thinking through it right now. But um, let's assume that we can have someone create a, create a cloud account of their choice and they can choose between like Azure and AWS and DigitalOcean and all that stuff. Um, and then um, well, what do we do for them? Well, the first thing is, is that we create for them a micro Python function. Now, I've decided on Python. It could also be JavaScript. So, I'm open to a JavaScript, but I personally prefer Python better. So, let's say we have this bootstrap micro Python function that we install. And um, for the beginning, it's going to have basically full access to your empty cloud. At least, it's going to have the permissions to do what it needs to do. And um, you're going to have the um, you're going to have Basically, when you create a uh, GPG key, you can also create a revoke function. So sure, we'll, there's um, there's these things called like cloud formation stacks, or easy one-click deployments in AWS. And um, I've done some research; they have those in. Uh, in, um, they have those in the uh, Microsoft world and the Azure world. They have those in the Google world. And we're going to assume that they have something like that in other places. And you know what? If they don't have them, we can um, install that for you when we create your account. Right? So we might actually bootstrap your account with certain things that you want. So let's assume that we have a uh, root level um, permissions, and uh, we have a way to remove that. We have a way to remove those permissions from the uh, Bootstrap code. So you'll have an install and an uninstall function that you can click on, and you're going to be doing this clicking in your phone. I hope, like we want to give you that that interface um, in your phone, but uh, 
after we set you up, you're going to connect your phone to your server. So the idea is that um, your phone app is going to talk to your cloud server and your cloud account that we set up for you. And you could probably have multiple cloud accounts in that app. Um, and I guess we could store the password vaults, you know, um, credentials, we could store them on your phone temporarily. You could have multi-factor authentication. You have to talk about all of that. If your phone gets lost, you know, security is going to be a big thing. But uh, basically, you sign up, install the app on your phone, sign up, use your Google Pay to attach your billing information to your account, and then we will set up a, an account for you. Um, if you have an existing account, you can do the one-click install and install it use the installer to install it into your cloud already depending on what level you're at um, and then for the beginning you'll have a root level or a privileged account that has the permissions and policies attached to it to do what it's supposed to do and um, and that Python script um, basically Um, you know, you can have it uh, execute API calls for you on your behalf via the uh, via the um, AWS interface. So basically, you can create a temporary session. Um, tokens and inject them into the function. Uh, you can have the function assume a role. Um, and then execute that. Uh, ex have it just basically execute um, API calls on your behalf. And then with those API calls, you can do all types of stuff. Now, Given a base Python interpreter, you can also download uh, pa Python packages into your Lambda. You can create the zip files, and you can then upload those into S3 buckets. So you could actually bootstrap the Lambda creation functions without having um, any other modules. I mean, you have a base. Python modules installed into your Lambda, but you don't necessarily need to have Ansible or anything installed, uh, majorly installed. Like, we can bootstrap the Ansible installation from a base Python interpreter just by feeding it the right commands. So, yeah, and then basically we're going to um, have a big eval function uh, where we're going to record, of course, the parameters that we're evaluating. But uh, you could bootstrap the system by evaluating arbitrary Python code 
in an insecure manner. And get everything set up. Of course we can. For people who aren't comfortable with the eval, of course we can declare that declare everything statically, of course, ahead of time. So you know, the idea of creating uh, lambda layers and um, all that, I think it can be done. And then for larger machines, executions, we're going to want to um, use Fargate or you know, containers as a service where you start up a container to run to do a specific task and you shut it down. So it's not running all the time. So that, that's the promise of the Fargate, that you can have individual executions. Individual executions of uh, your code so you can run some process in a Fargate container and then have it shut it down after it's done. Um, and that should give you a cheap one-off uh, ability to create functions that are larger than Lambda. So, And I think those two things combined to each other will give you basically what you need. And... Um, if one cloud doesn't have all of these functionalities, uh, you know, you could actually do cross-cloud things. Like you could set up some functions in AWS to run that will talk to your other cloud host for you. So I think that you have a lot of different options here. But yeah, so one-click install to existing cloud accounts. Or, even better, we'll install it for you. We'll set everything up. I have to have some type of password. Um, vault. I don't even want to recommend a password vault for people because we held accountable for that. But uh, there might be ways around that to use some different APIs for secured storage and uh, MFA tokens, multi-factor, one-time passwords, like, okay, when you log in, you're going to have to, uh, we'll have to send you a one-time password to your phone. And a lot of these apps, they can actually read the uh, passwords off the uh, SMS. I'm walking pretty fast here. All right, so that's my idea so far um, for the base. And I think um, a lot of this can be done open source. Uh, and there's a lot of open source modules to, to do these things. Um, and uh, what I'll be adding 
is the uh, packaging to that and app. So we'll see what we can do. All right then. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys, and uh, I have some other work uh, that I'm working on. I'll let you know. See ya.